everyone. Welcome to Slaying It Forward. Kim here. I figured, you know what? Got a little bit of time today. I'm stuck in some Atlanta. Wonderful traffic. If you guys have ever been through Atlanta, you know what I am talking about. You are just constantly standing at a sit cell for no apparent reason. So I figured, you know what? What a better way to hop on, talk a little bit about who I am, you know, where I came from, what Slaying It Forward is, what it means to me, and kind of what my plan is for this whole thing. So, a little bit of backstory about myself. I grew up in upstate New York. I lived there most of my life. Um, my family is a rather large family. My parents divorced when I was younger, so it was me, my brother, and my mom growing up. Most of the time, we lived with my grandmother, um, so I have a very close relationship with her growing up, and my mom did get a chance to remarry, married my stepdad, who is one of my favorite humans possible, I think, and then he also with the, came with the three sisters I now have, too, so I have a very large family. I am super lucky to have, you know, two beautiful nieces and a brand new baby nephew who, you know, while I live in the South, I don't get to see them nearly as much as I would like, but I still love them to death, though. Um, another thing about me growing up, I played sports a lot. I was kind of a little bit of a tomboy, I would say. Um, I would rather, you know, be outside playing soccer and basketball than getting into really girly things. So I think that was probably a different piece about me growing up is I didn't really get into like the girly girly stuff and my mom wasn't really into the girly stuff either so I kind of struggle now with some of that always I there's some habits that I have that I think for fall more on the lines of like tomboyish style and I'm totally cool with it like I will first be the first to admit I would rather go pay somebody else to get my hair done than do it myself because I am just straight up awful at it. I tried YouTube, doesn't work for me. Um, but growing up with my mom and my grandma, a lot of the times, um, you know, with my grandma taking care of us, so, and my grandmother is, shout out, like, one of the best cooks I know and bakers, so that entail made me a huge foodie and food snob. I love food. It is just something like you make memories with food, you can always remember a certain moment when you were eating something, things like that. So, you know, growing up, um, I would, you know, occasionally indulge in some sweets and some extra things like that, and, you know, maybe go a little bit overboard. It is what it is, you know, at this point. Um, you know, I started working when I was 14. I got a job, um, my subject, I got all the kids' jobs at Wegmans, which if you have ever been to upstate New York or anywhere in the Northeast, um, please visit a Wegmans. Like, change your life, do yourself a favor, visit one. It is purely the greatest grocery store ever. Every time I go back home, I make sure it's, like, my first stop when I get there. Um, so I started off working at a Wegmans um, when I was 14. I started off being a cart return girl, which I don't know if you ever see those people outside um, pushing the carts back when people leave them in the parking lot. That was my job. I actually did it in the summertime, though, only for the cart return because I solely wanted to get a tan outside. Like, that was just what I wanted to do. Go outside, push some carts around, 
get a solid tan. Then in the winter times, I would work inside as a cash register girl. So that was my first job. I held that one until I was 14, until I was probably like 19. Then once I got into high school and obviously like, you know, started to grow and develop friendships a little bit differently, I ended up getting a job at a tanning salon when I was 16, which was, I honestly think, probably, like, my favorite job I've ever had. Like, I worked there from the time I was 16 till I was, honestly, almost 21, I believe. Um, You know, became a store manager at one point. It was fun for me, not in the idea of cleaning people's ass sweat, which, by the way, this podcast will probably have some occasional swearing, so if that offends you in any way, shape, or form, probably shouldn't listen to it. Um, So, yeah, no, it wasn't the whole cleaning ass sweat part that was my absolute favorite. It was the relationships I built with the people that I worked with, like the girls and the guys that I worked with there, probably became some of my best friends at that time of my life. And it was just because we'd work together, we'd joke around all the time. And then you build relationships with the customers, too. Believe me, when you have a relationship with a customer and you're talking about tanning lotion and, like, oh, I'm tanning for this vacation or whatever it was at the time, like, you really do build a close, strong connection with them. Um, you know, so that job I had until I was probably about 21 when I had the opportunity that one of my customers offered to hire me at a cell phone company. And so I had no idea what to do about a cell phone at the time. Like, at the time, I had a pink razor, um, and that was about as much as I knew about a cell phone. I had no idea anything else. And he was like, you know, it's easy. I'll teach you all the things. You get amazing training. You get paid good money, everything. I'm like, okay, cool. Why not? Let me give it a whirl and try it. Like, if it pays me good money, sure. So I did get the job when I was about 21. And, you know, just for reference, you guys, like, I have still with that company. I am still a full-time corporate employee. I have been with that job now 11 years in October. And so I started off as basically a sales rep. I learned how to sell, learned how to talk to people, um, you know, built relationships with people, trust, things like that. And after a couple of years, I got the opportunity to get promoted to assistant store manager, then again, store manager, where I actually had my own store location. And I learned a lot of things during this time. You know, during this time period is actually when I started getting really, really bad anxiety, though, and I think a lot had to do with the sales aspect and the pressure of sales. Um, I don't I don't know what happened. Like, there was not one thing specifically, but just, like, I would remember, like, going to the store in the morning and having, like, almost anxiety attacks over the fact of, like, I didn't hit my numbers from the day before or something along those lines. So during this time period of being a store manager, I actually started um, going to see a doctor, and I started doing therapy. I got put on medication. Um, you know, it was relatively strong medication, too, but, you know, it was helping fix the things that I thought were wrong with me at the time, which you know, now looking back, like, I, there was nothing wrong with me. I just needed to learn how to manage my stress better and how to find the good in things. Um, 
so you know, the doctor's automatic assumption was to put me on medication. I, at the time, did not like the way that the medication made me feel. I started to feel really, really numb to the point where I couldn't actually feel anything. I just felt like I was just a body standing there with no emotions whatsoever. So I remember I had an appointment and I made that comment to the doctor and the doctor was like, oh, you know, we'll just adjust your dosage. And I was like, okay, um, sure. But, you know, being young and dumb, I didn't really think about it too much. And I decided that the dosage he wanted to bring me down to, I really still wasn't comfortable with. So I, unfortunately, just stopped taking the medicine all at once. Thankfully, nothing bad happened to me. I didn't have any, you know, thoughts that were extreme or anything like that or effects. Um, But looking back and knowing what could have potentially happened and taking it more seriously, I should have done what the doctor said. But it is what it is. You learn things like that and when you're young and you don't know any better. Like, you, you can have those stupid moments, uh, you know, even when it comes to yourself. You just grow from them. That's all it is. So, after a couple of years of being on medication, I was no longer on medication. And I got the opportunity um, to move down to Pensacola, Florida. So, I took a demotion and I thought, you know, what, what a good opportunity, even though it's a demotion, to do something different and change my life, to get out of, you know, Rochester, New York. You know, a lot of people stay there, and I was looking around at all the different things going on there, and I was like, you know what, let me try something different. There's a little bit deeper story to that, which I'll get into at some point. I uh, I don't really feel comfortable this time talking about it, you know, pretty publicly. So there's something a little bit deeper about that one, but that'll, that'll be for a later time for you guys. Just know that, like, stuff can get really, really deep and really, really hard and really, really depressing, but you can come out of it better and a better human. Um, so I made the move to Pensacola moved to Pensacola, Florida, took a demotion, started working there, and, you know, when I had made the comment that I really wanted to look at moving back up to the next level and getting promoted again, unfortunately, it was kind of taken as, well, you're probably not going to because there's not a lot of opportunity around here, so you might want to get comfortable where you're at, and that really didn't sit well with me. Like, I just, I don't know if I've ever... My entire life, I've always just been a hard worker. I've always had two jobs. I've always just wanted to do more, have more, be more. And I think that was just growing up, you know, with a large family where my parents really did work hard to try to provide everything for us. But I also saw them busting their asses working to not get paid a whole lot of money. Um, So I always knew that if I wanted something, I had to work really, really hard to get to it too, which is funny enough, a limiting belief that I have currently that I'm kind of working through is that if I want to earn something, I need to work hard for it and things don't come with ease. But that's something, you know, again, we'll talk about it later. We're just deep, we're just starting here at this point. Um, so, you know, at that point, I was like, okay, like, I don't know what to do. I've been with this company for 10 years. I, I really like it. Like, they pay me good. They have 
good benefits, like what do I do? So I started looking around at other jobs, and I saw this one pop up, and it was actually within our company, um, but it was with, like, a partner company, basically, like a a co-brand, I would call it, I guess. So I decided to try it out. I had no idea what this job was doing. I just took a leap of faith and applied. The very next day, I got a phone call for an interview from the supervisor who was actually in town on a random chance, and he wanted to meet up to go get some coffee, and I was like, sure, why not? Like, let's go chat about this, and you can tell me a little bit more about it. Um, So he came, met me for some coffee, talked about the position, and by the end of the coffee run, he had offered me a job. I was like, sure. I'll take it. So at this point in time, I took the job and went and started off on it. You know, it was a whole learning curve and learning process at this point. Like, when I mean everything I had done for the past 10 years no longer was the, what it was, I was slightly mind blown. And, you know, while transitioning to this new job and starting this new role and everything and, you know, freshly moved to Florida, I had actually met somebody that was very, you know, I think at the time we were very, very similar and we were both northerners living in the deep, deep south. (laughs) I think that's just kind of how we bonded. I actually know uh, he'll, the person is actually my fiance now, Corey. He'll tell you a different story of what our first conversations were about and it was messed up but also hilarious at the same time and that's just like, you know, our relationship is we're just very, you know, honest with each other, and it's something that, like, we were just talking about, and it was funny, and, you know, it was a new relationship, you know, you do all these things. Our first date actually was to a Chipotle, which, funny story, if you have ever been to Pensacola, Florida, there is no Chipotles there, and when you're moving from Rochester to Pensacola, you go from having a Chipotle every two feet to there isn't one. The closest one is literally an hour away in Destin. So he had known that Chipotle was my favorite because I had made a comment about, like, wow, that's crazy that there isn't one. So he planned, and one night we went out on our, like, first date out to Pensacola, or out to Destin, actually, to grab Chipotle. Uh, funny story about our second date, like our, I don't know if this is our second, I really don't know at this point, we're like almost five years in and all the dates kind of blend together, is um, we decided to go out to Pensacola Beach, which is a gorgeous beach. If you ever have the opportunity to go visit down there, absolutely take it. Like it's, it's so beautiful. So we went to the beach and he was like, oh, let's rent a jet ski and we'll go out jet skiing. Well, he didn't know at the time, because I did not tell him, because I did not want to seem lame, that I have an absolute fucking fear of deep water because I don't know how to swim. Like, I don't like boats. I don't like flying over water. I don't like any of that nonsense. So, I, being still stupid, decided to just, yeah, sure, why not? Let's let's go for it. Let's go uh, jet even though I have no idea how to swim. So I get on the jet ski. I am absolutely terrified. Like, I am probably shaking, like, so bad. Like, it's it's to the point where, like, I think I have, like, 
a version of a panic attack. I really don't know, truthfully, what a panic attack truly feels like, but I get so anxious, and I can feel my whole body shaking and, like, freezing. So we're on the jet ski, and he's driving, and I don't know if he could tell if I was nervous or something, but he wasn't going fast or anything. So, you know, we're we're going through the ocean at this point, like, literally the ocean, and for some reason, something happened, a wave crashed, and the jet ski flipped, and let me tell you, I lost my shit so quickly, but the good news is, is, you know, he had amazing, like, reflexes, like a cat, he just quick bounced and grabbed me out of the water before my hair had even gotten wet at the time. So I, it was one of those moments of when he popped me back up on the jet ski, I think he realized how scared I was, and he asked me what was wrong, and I just flat out told him, I fucking don't know how to swim. That's what's wrong. So... <laughs> Needless to say, we went back to the beach, and that was our second date there. Um, I, I'm sure he's got a different version of the story that he will tell you at some point. I'm sure he will be on here in the background while I'm recording at some point. But it was just a really funny, like, story. And looking back on it now, years later, he loves to tell people that he saved my life on our second date. So, and that's basically why we're getting married. Um, But anyways, so about uh, six months after that, because me and Corey had only been together like six months or so, um, our market director at the time came down for a market visit, and we were visiting stores, and he was talking with me about, you know, what I wanted in my career and things like that. And I told him, you know, I wanted to move up, I wanted to do more, I wanted to make a bigger impact on things. And he was like, okay, he's like, you know, I have this opportunity up in Atlanta for this new role, I have no idea what it really does, it's a new position working for me um, in support, you know, would you be interested in leaving Pensacola? And, like, I was mind blown, I was like, Atlanta, Georgia, like, that would be awesome. So I had gone and talked with Corey about it afterwards, and he was actually totally on board with it. Um, You know, it was one of those things that, like, it was like, okay, well, you know, what are you going to do? Like, what what does this look like for us at this point? And he was like, you know, there isn't a lot for him either. There wasn't a lot of opportunity in Pensacola. So he was like, you know, I'll go up there with you, Um, you know, even if, you know, things don't work out or whatever, like, at least I'm in a new city, and there's so many opportunities for growth no matter what happens with us, so we decided we would move up to Atlanta, so we ended up moving up to Atlanta right around Christmas time that year, I remember there was about a month and a half where we were living separately. He was still down in Pensacola. I was up in Atlanta just getting ready to start my new job. He didn't know if he'd have a job. So there was a lot of going back and forth, which was really, really hard. But I think it actually helped our relationship though in the beginning because we had to communicate a lot better um, because of the distance and everything too. So right around this time too was when 
I had looked at a couple pictures of myself over the past couple months, um, just with, like, the stress of everything going on. Like I said, I'll, I'll talk with you guys about that another time. With the stress of everything going on, I was doing a lot of eating, emotional eating, and, and I mean emotional eating in both emotions. So the sad emotional eating plus the happy new relationship emotional eating. So both of those were going on at the same time with me. Um, and I looked and I was like, you know, I'm not happy with what I see in these pictures anymore. Like, I, I don't like it and I want to be skinny again. Now, again, this is probably about three years ago mine's or no, I'm sorry, four years ago mindset. And four years ago, I still had a shit mindset of, you know, being, I, I would think, more shallow, less caring, less empathetic, um, no no personal development whatsoever. So all I just cared about was I want to be skinny and lose some weight. So I started looking around, seeing what I could do when I was younger, you know, because of, you know, just kind of, I guess, my relationship with food, I would always bounce up and down with my weight. Like, sometimes I'd be really skinny, sometimes I'd get bigger, just back and forth, back and forth, very yo-yo-ish. Um, so I found a workout company online that I started doing their workouts, and I really, really enjoyed them, and I was like, okay, this is cool. And I then later found out that you could actually help other people lose weight too and do the same things and make money from it. So again, mindset of about four years ago was, huh, I can be skinny and make extra money on top of what my job pays me. Sure, why not? So <laughs> I decided to go online, search, do some research about this, figure out what it's all about, and then just, um, you know, sign up for it. So I ended up signing up for my first MLM company. Um, I just found someone that had what I had thought was my ideal life. And I was like, yeah, I want to be like that. So I signed up, started doing all things, went full in, started engaging with the team, um, learning all the things that they tell you to learn in those companies. So how to message people, um, challenge groups, things like that. And, you know, it was good. Like, honestly, I did start getting my eating back on track of eating healthier and figuring out what makes my body feel good. Um, I lost about probably 30 pounds total. Um, over the course of a couple months then, which for me, I was freaking ecstatic about. But this is where I really started to deep dive into the personal development piece. As I started reading the books, listening to podcasts, you know, just kind of really exploring it all and everything. And that was honestly the thing that I am most grateful for when I joined that company is it showed me how to develop my mindset further, how to be a better person, how to control my anxiety and my emotional eating, you know, things like that, like, that's, that was huge for me in my life, um, so, once a year, they do a large company, like, retreat, basically, where you go, you learn from all the top learners, so I decided, you know, I'm all in, like, I, I want to do all the things, I want to make all the connections, and do it right, so I went to the trip down in New Orleans, you know, at the time, I had stayed with some people who, you know, I got super close to, um, 
you know, there's some people from there that I still, I adore them. I love them. I think they're good human beings. Um, and, you know, I, I do at this point because I'm no longer with them, miss them too. But, you know, it is what it is. People come in and out of your life for a reason. So you're always meant to be around these people at some point. Um, so we went to this trip. And while we were down there, I realized that everything that I thought I wanted from this and everything that was portrayed to be as far as, like, woman empowerment, family, friendships, all these things, was not exactly as how it was portrayed. Um, There was a lot of clickiness. There was a lot of you're not exactly the person that I thought you were kind of thing. And it just very much left a bad taste in my mouth. Um, you know, like I said, there, there were some people that when I met them in person, I was like, oh, you are the exact same way. Like, you're my people. Like, we're meant to be in each other's lives. Um, so, you know, I, I thought a lot about it while we were there, and I just was like, no, like, this – this is not what I want. This is not my vibe, I think. So I got home. I talked with Corey about it, told him, you know, what had kind of happened and what had gone on and everything like that. I was just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this or not because I don't want to bring other people into that type of atmosphere just because I, I wouldn't want ever maybe the reason somebody thinks that. So I still kept going with it um, just because I didn't want to be a quitter. I didn't want to be seen as, oh, I gave up or anything like that or lose people that I did still have friendships with. I was like, I don't want to lose that. So kept going, kept going, and finally just one day, like, it clicked on me, and I was just like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, this is not, doesn't feel right. So it feels forced. So I did end up leaving that MLM company, and I just started, honestly, this is when I first originally started slaying it forward. Is This is now the second time I've started this whole brand and this whole movement and purpose um, <laughs> was back then. So I had this idea of, like, I still want to do something to help other people and show them that they can live better lives, healthier, happier, more fulfilled lives without doing it under another, like, company's way, basically. I want to do it my own way then. Um, so I started up slaying it forward. But at the time, I had gotten so caught up in my own mind and mindset work and my own limiting beliefs that, like, once I started, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing at all. I just stopped because I didn't know what I was doing, what my outcome was, what I wanted to get out of it. So I stopped. And then that was, that was kind of it for a bit. I just kind of refocused back on myself, um, you know, really got into more personal development, kept going with that because that's just something like I believe every day I want to do something better to better myself. And I feel like everybody should do that, though, like whether you just five minutes in the bathroom or five minutes in your car, like, listen to a meditation, something, listen to some personal development, like, something to grow your mindset and make you keep thinking and wanting to better yourself then. So, 
around this time, I was following this girl who, she was also in the previous MLM as me, and apparently she had had a very similar experience at the same exact time as I did in New Orleans, too, which, looking back on it, I... It was just meant to be that me and her were supposed to connect again. Like, I had always seen her workout videos, and I was like, wow, you know, like, this girl is amazing. Like, this is what I want to be like. Like, her confidence is just crazy, and I want to have that same thing. I had seen her really start to, like, come into her own and build her own workout plans and just kind of do her own thing, too. And I was like, like, yeah, that's it. That's like, she's building her own brand. That's amazing. I want to be a part of it, too. So I started talking to her, and, you know, I just kind of asked, like, hey, are you doing this, like, full-time now? Like, what are you doing? And she told me, yeah. Like, she started explaining. She told me she had found, um, you know, this other product that she was using that she really, really liked. It was basically, like, up-leveling her mind way more. Like, it was all about, um, you know, fat loss metabolism boosting, more energy, more focus, um, and it just was crazy, and she asked, you know, if I wanted to try it, at the time, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know, like, I don't want to do this whole thing again, like, I I had such a bad experience, I swear it feels like PTSD at this point, Um, (laughs) but I just didn't want to, you know, go that whole route again, but she's like, no, 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 like, you don't have to sign up for anything, like, literally try five or ten of them, and let me know what you think about them, and I was like, that's it, like, that's all I really have to do, and she was like, yeah, I'm like, okay, fine, like, I'm like, this stuff is probably not going to work, like, the way it had sounded at first to me was, like, it sounds like this fucking magical powder that, like, spits out unicorns and rainbows and sunshine out of you, I was like, there's no way this stuff is going to work as good as they're saying it's going to, But I figured, you know what, what's the harm in trying at this point? So, and I did. I tried it out, and it really blew my freaking mind at that time. Like, I swear to you, after day three, it was like my brain just lit up. Like, I started to, like, focus at work better, you know, all the things, like, I just started to be a better employee, be a better person, be a better girlfriend, um, you know, get back to my workouts how I wanted to and enjoyed working out again, started not craving sweets and things like that, I was like, okay, like, you know, maybe, maybe this stuff works, maybe it doesn't, so I actually stopped taking them, uh, and, because I was like, you know what, let's, let me try this, so I stopped taking them, and, it was like, you know, I could feel a difference in my body. I was like, oh, okay. So then I started drinking the ketones again, and I was like, oh, wow, like, this this really does. Like, there is a huge freaking difference, like, when I drink them and when I don't then. So I, I sent her a message back. I was like, all right, like, I need some of these. Like, I need to get into this. And I was like, you know, I don't want to do the whole selling online things, she's like, no, 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 that's fine, you don't have to do it, like, you can just drink them yourself, and if you want to get them for free, just refer them to two people, and I was like, okay, like, sure, why not, like, whatever, um, so then, at this point, like, I started drinking them 
religiously twice a day, and, like, there really was a shift in my body and my mindset. Like, I started really at this point deep diving into mindset work, personal development, spirituality, and this is where it really, like, was a game changer for me. Like, I had been doing personal development more uh, or before, and now I was at a level of doing personal development where it was, like, the real deep work. So, like, really getting down to, like, your limiting beliefs, what's holding you back from living your best life and doing the things that are going to better you in the long run. So, at this point, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to go start sharing this with other people because it really has changed my life so much, and I want to share this with other people, too. So, in the process of doing all this, I had gotten asked to do an opportunity at work to plan an event that was such a large freaking event that I had never done something like this before. I had no idea how I did it, but I accomplished it, and I ended up winning an award for it. That award got me recognized um, by the VP of our company and just a bunch of different people. So then all of a sudden, at work... I'm being more successful at work. I'm being looked at for promotions. I'm going through the interview process. I'm doing all these things that are just elevating my life, and I'm, like, at, like, this totally new level. So a couple months after that event ended, I was asked to help the plan the following year's event, and I was like, hell yeah, like, let's freaking do this. So at the beginning of this year, Um, we had the second event. It was amazing. Like, I I can't even begin to describe to you what it's like to plan an event for about 700 people coming in from across the country. And still at the end of the day, going home, feeling good, feeling energized to cook dinner, to take care of my dog, to spend time with my fiancé, to run a business online, to help other people do the same and, you know, pay it forward to other people. That's kind of where this whole idea for slaying it forward comes from is I love paying it forward to other people. I want, if I can make an impact on somebody's life to make their life better and kind of do it in a way where they're a little bit more fabulous, you know, all the things, all the sparkly, shiny things, you know, if they're living their best life, and I made some type of impact on them, that's the stuff that I love. Like, that's that's what I want to see in life. So, um, you know, so after that event completed and everything, uh, me and my, fi- my now fiancé, we got engaged this past April on a vacation. Um, you know, after the event completed, I ended up winning another two awards, and I've recently been promoted again to a senior manager position within our company. And now here I am building my Slaying It Forward brand and business and just trying to show people that, you know, you don't have to be a stay-at-home mom and only be a stay-at-home mom. You don't have to be a corporate employee and just be a corporate employee every day. Like, you can do all the things that you want to do, all the things that you're dreaming of doing, even if they're not successful, and even if you fuck them up royally, like, just do it. Like, go and do it and try it and see what happens. You don't know who you're going to impact. You don't know whose life you're going to make a difference on. But if you do, just make sure you do it 
and you just are grateful for it. Like, that's the one thing about this, um, kind of my goal is for slaying it forward in this podcast is if I can make a difference or inspire one person to go ahead and make an improvement and in positive impact on their life and they pay it forward to somebody else in the same exact way, that's what's going to light my heart up and make my soul so freaking happy at the end of the day. So, all right, guys, that was a lot of rambling, a lot of jumbo mumbo stuff, um, you know, but I really just kind of wanted to let everybody know who I am, what's laying it forwards about, and hopefully you guys will keep on coming back and listening in for more good information. There's going to be, you know, some mindset stuff, some woo-woo spirituality stuff. Let me tell you, I love the woo-woo stuff. Um, some fashionable, fancy stuff, you know, I love all that stuff, too, and, you know, just a little bit of real life, too, like, not everything is always perfect every day, and that is absolutely okay, just do the best you can, and keep slaying it forward, all right, guys, have a good rest of your day, and thank you so much, bye.